Assalamu alaikum, alaikum assalam. Good morning and good afternoon and good evening to everyone and welcome to the Twist Up Podcast. This is the third episode. And today um, I'm going to be talking about something that affects me also. That is why my tone is a little bit low coupled with the fact that I'm hungry as fuck. But I'm going to be talking about um, relationship with people who share the same beliefs with you and people who don't as well because this is something that affects each and every one of us i would say because speaking on um, beliefs it all boils down to religion and religion is something that has determined the way we actually believe especially in african societies um, as the popular saying, it believes in form actions. Many people act because of what they believe in, or they act according to what they believe in. So that is why you see the Muslims, they act in a certain way, and the Christians act in a certain way. Even when they come from the same family, even when they are raised in the same society, this religious belief actually has a very very huge role to play in how they interact with people around them and now in africa uh, the default position of people is to the belief that there is a an almighty creator or a supernatural deity to be worshipped not until recently a lot of people started identifying as atheists which is the opposite of the theist the theist believes in a god and or gods but a an atheist doesn't believe in a god so that's just the major difference or that's just the difference between an atheist and a theist but because of this simple um this simple um, thing that people do not agree on whether there is a God or there isn't it has brought about a lot of bad blood a lot of, a lot of hate a lot of um, um, conflict in our society today which is why I want to be speaking on this and having honest relationships honest communication honest interactions with people who do not share the same belief as you do first of all i am an atheist myself i was a christian i was raised in an evangelical home my dad was a living faith pastor for 20 something years my dad was a pastor for 20 something years and uh, i was raised in the faith um did go to all church functions, not just Sunday services like many Nigerian Christians do. Did go for every function, did serve in the church. I served in the church till my dad died in 2018. So I served every, I was a keyboardist, I was once an MD, I've led prayers, I've um, headed evangelism teams and all that church uh, sanctuary keepers or cleaning of the sanctuary and what have you you name it 
and in my quest to find out or to strengthen my faith rather as well i would say i took a series of courses i took some new testament courses by dr bart eman is a very world renowned new testament scholar i took classes by dr keep davis i i read a lot i read on i read saint thomas aquinas which was the patron saint of the school at my secondary school i actually attended saint thomas aquinas secondary school so i read on him and Anselm, Anselm of canterbury who's an early church father also and i i tried to study a lot i even took up a course on hebrew just which was crazy because as a person i don't understand any language besides english and Pidgin English. I try small share for Yoruba. I do know a bit of Yoruba, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to speak any language. So it was really crazy for me going that extra length to understand Hebrew so as to understand the scriptures and the intentions of the um, writers of the biblical scriptures. Um, over the uh, over time, I found out, I came to the conclusion uh, that the Bible is not the inherent word of God, and I, it, it totally destroyed my faith. Uh, there were a lot of cognitive dissonance I faced when, with the all-loving Creator being a promoter of of sex uh, of slavery sex slavery also um being misogynistic uh being a murderer being a genocidal maniac i'm sorry to say but these are my honest conclusions and i just have to say it and i lost my faith at the end of the day because i couldn't prove that a god exists instead the the evidence pointed towards a god not existing due to the definition we have of a god being omniscient omnipotent omnibenevolent the the omni traits which this god possesses do not seem to reflect in the universe so i became an atheist this happened in 2019 or so but in 2020 December, I, I told my elder brother about everything. And my elder brother gave me, he gave me a book written by Lee Strobel, which is The Case for Christ. I read Lee Strobel's series, uh, The Case for Christ, The Case for Christmas, The Case for um, Heaven. So, yeah, Lee Strobel has a lot of, uh, in the Lee Strobel um, brand. And I don't know, I don't know because I think everyone thinks differently, but I don't know how any reasonable person will come to the conclusion that what Lee Strobel put forth in his works are actually proved because those things weren't convincing at all. In fact, they were laughable because when I did a lot of um, research and 
I know a lot of Christians want to do this research, but most of the people he called and like, oh, he spoke to this person, he spoke to this person. Some of them said, some of them never made those claims that he said they did, and others weren't even people who were knowledgeable in the field which he claimed they were. So it was all like lying for Christ rather than a case for Christ or something like that. So it, it, it didn't convince me. I read books on by Kent Hovid. I followed um, um, Ken Ham. Is it Ken Ham? Michael Kona. Um, a, lot, a lot of them. A lot of them, and it's crazy. Uh, William Lane Craig's books on the cosmological, the Kalam cosmological arguments. And research upon research upon research. And I even tried to go back into the church in 2021, January. I resumed Koza, which is Commonwealth of Zion Assembly, which my brother preaches in. I followed um, Pastor Biodo Fatoibu closely. I even messaged him because he kind of knows my family. So I tried to go get under that mentorship and under the guidance i collected every message that was preached i listened to every message i followed every morning prayer every prayer session i did all that i even started speaking in tongues it's very crazy that i'm an atheist now but i still know how to you know kind of it's tricky i know i know i know that it's kind of tricky but yeah i i did i gave my tithes my offering i did everything i try to get in the mood of worship and blast and being brim like with this aura around me and um it didn't work i i felt what i felt but i can't translate it because because during my experimentation over time i experimented being in this music because I'm, I'm also a musician i play the keyboard i know the right chords that could put someone in a kind of trance state i know the chords that could put someone in an emotionally vulnerable state i know the kind of chords i play that can make someone um high so these things trans- that people build attributed to oh the spirit is moving it's just the music doing what music does music speaks to you it puts you in all manner of moods they wonder why you kind of get heartbroken and there's some kind of music that makes you feel more pain than you originally felt because it, it heightened the emotional state you're already experiencing and as a musician i do know that i do so it it, it was crazy but then let me give you a, a story on when i started doubting the existence of a god so at first i started doubting the existence of a god when i was 10 yeah I was okay. I was nine. I was going to ten. So then, uh, I was in a church called New Generation Bible Church. My dad had just previously left Living Faith, and um, we—he was a pastor in this church. That was in Kano. 
and um, that was in 2008 2008 May that was May 2008 I can't remember the precise dates I'm very good with dates but I can't remember the precise date but I know it was the second week of May in 2008 I was um, at home I came back from school I was in primary school I was in primary 5 and um, my dad came home and I was accused of being a witch or a wizard but they called it witch you get the point and um, during that, that, that time I was asked to confess I didn't know the fuck what they were talking about I was confused like what the fuck do you mean by witch <laughs> like that's crazy I only hear about witches on uh, Nigerian movies and the good witches I see on on um, Disney and NBC3 then which was if you use strong satellite strong yeah you know NBC3 but I was beaten I was beaten I was beaten I was beaten into confession I I was brutally beaten by my dad and and eventually he took a, a, a screwdriver and said he was going to take out my eyes if I don't confess that the Bible, he called it the Bible scripture that says suffer not a witch to leave and uh, eventually I did confess that yeah, yeah, sure <laughs> what do you mean man? me? yes, I'm a witch <laughs> ah my coven there uh, but yeah you know, we do, we, we do our thing when we do our thing <laughs> It was crazy. I was trying to, I was trying to form things I, I really didn't understand. And my dad was like, okay, where is the thing that they give you to to use? I think I was thinking like to use. I was like, oh, they, they, yeah, they gave me a stone. It's a, it's a red stone, you know. As a kid, yeah, red, dangerous. And I was like, they gave me a red stone. And, and my, my dad said to do what I was like hey, what horrible thing can I do with a stone and I was like oh yeah because um, I was always a star kid I received numerous awards from academic prowess and stuff and then that, that's the second term I kind of dropped I was second and there was a girl who took first in class so I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, they told me to like kill that girl because like she outshined me. So yeah, I got a stone to kill her. And my dad was like, okay, where's the stone? I was like, oh, it's it's buried, buried it. And they're like, weird. They need to go and pour anointing oil on this stone. Like, what the fuck are you pouring anointing? Like, bruh. <laughs> And I couldn't think of anywhere because my, my, my older brother was in secondary school then. Then I remember his school was in a place called Odutola or something. And, you know, Yoruba names just sound kind of dangerous. I'm sorry if you are Yoruba, but I don't know. When growing up, I felt when I hear Yoruba names, it sounded more like incantations because all the movies I watched, it was mostly Mount Zion movies then growing up, you know, in a Christian home. And... Um, those Yorubas that kind of acted so yeah all the juju guys 
you always had to be Yoruba guys. Odutola uh, just sounded very scary to me, and I said, "Yeah, Odutola buried it in the ground." And yeah, <laughs> my dad was like, "Okay, I'm going to go call the church elders and we put granite, sorry, anointing on it. The same thing, man, uh, on the ground and pray over the stone." <laughs> Man, we went in search of these stones. I, I, I didn't see any red stone. It was very crazy. I wish the area was muddy. I think if it was muddy, then, yeah, red stone would have been there. But unfortunately, we looked and looked and looked. And it's like threatening me that I'm playing with them. Like the four can the Holy Spirit like tell you guys that you guys are insane. And, like, this is kidding, you know, man. Like, and the Holy Spirit was in the mood, man. And I, I, eventually, they they let it go after some time. They were like, oh, they don't need the the the, the um the, the the stone. They were just gonna pray. And yeah, they did all their talking to themselves, prayer thing. And and at the end of the day, uh, we are allowed to go. But we're stigmatizing the church because a lot of people didn't want their kids to be playing with us because we were witches, and, and that, that that kind of affected our mental, my mental health growing up because I, I was till I left that church, a lot of people didn't want to associate with me, and I was just a joyful, jovial, happy kid who loved anybody who knows me knows I'm a very social person so I, I loved to be around people I loved carrying children since I was little I used to go and take care of kids even when I was in children's department parents used to come and drop their kids with me I was, as little as seven eight I would take care of a child I could even change a child's diaper at that young age because I was so in love with kids but now parents didn't want their kids to be around me because I was going to magically put one voodoo on them and stuff and it, it affected me as a kid just imagine being happy to see people and, and they're avoiding you it's, it's kind of crazy and it affected me so years later i think when i was about 13 i called some of these guys who were also accused of being witches and i asked them i was like ah you might be gfr i'm not sure Come, let's talk. Let's have this go. You, do you remember four years ago when we were accused of this thing? They're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, guy, I found out. You be witch. Why are you? Why are you toss saving witch? <laughs> I was like, why are you? You, you toss saving witch. <laughs> but I wasn't speaking pidgin English, obviously, because I learned how to speak pidgin English when I was like, I think when I was doing secondary school, because kind of went to very. My schools were kind of sophisticated too. I didn't get to learn all those things then so <laughs> the, the guy was like oh my mom was like oh my dad tied me up beat nonsense out of me i was only 10 man i just had to tell them that yeah i was a witch like to stop the beating obviously like it's common sense couldn't our parents see those common like the fuck you use screwdriver and tell me you pull out my eyes and i won't tell you i mean we definitely i'll tell you what you want to hear you are like the nigerian corpse who catches a goat and beat the goat and tell the goat you are a lion you are a tiger you must be a tiger obviously get to a point the goat you become a tiger like to avoid that torture and that's what we're just trying to avoid 
Benji told me his mom used boom to beat nonsense out of his life. We were, we were kids. That's child abuse. We are abused. We were tortured. Like, if I had the knowledge I had today, as a back then, my dad would have been in jail, honestly. I swear to God. Yeah, I know I said that to God. <laughs> yeah, but I swear to God, he would have been in jail. Like, what the fuck? I, it, 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 it was mad. And it got me questioning the Holy Spirit then. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> you said you are my helper. Like, I needed your help then. Like, where the fuck were you, man? Like, what were you doing? And they were saying, it was Spirit that was telling them, like, were you telling these guys I was a witch when I wasn't? Man, <laughs> I was awful. That was awfully bad. But then I, I put it aside because we left Kadu in 2011. I moved to Abuja, um, to Glokojaku yesterday before I came to Abuja. So I had a fresh start. I went back into the church, started playing keyboards, uh, keyboards going to different churches. I even We even had a crew called Holy Flame. We did a lot of praise and worship and stuff in different churches, shutting down everywhere. I was really into this shit, man. I, like, I really, really, really loved it. And as an intellectual that I am, I, I, I like reading and I like debates. I like conversations, productive conversations, progressive conversations. And people who know me know I like to learn a lot. I'm a law student. I'm, I I know so much about cryptocurrencies, blockchain. I know so much on science. I know so much on physics. And people kind of ask me, wait, wait, what did you say you were studying again? That's how fast I like to be. So I tried to get into the religion thing. And okay, let me let me learn besides what comes out from the pulpits because what comes out for the pulpit is subject to the interpretation of these people let's let me look at the the antiquities let me look at anthropology and let me see the 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 origins of this religion so i took courses on the origin of israeli religion i looked up on egyptian religion and egyptian um, history checked into many things uh, the theology of Christianity and um, manuscripts dating and um, and all that so so um, when I became an atheist I didn't become an atheist because ah for emotional reasons because many people tell me ah you became an atheist because we are going through things don't worry good we catch you like shut the fuck up I'm very sorry to say, like, shut the fuck up. That's not the reason. Like, and they make it seem so bad that, oh, emotional reasons shouldn't be enough reason. But many of you are in the religion for emotional reasons. Like, what are we talking about? When you hear many people who get into it, like, during the altar calls, I was going through a lot, and God, and somebody gave me a church, this, and I came, and, and God showed himself in my life. Like, that is not an emotional reason. 
oh my mom my dad was always beating my mom and i prayed to god and god answered me and this like that is not an emotional reason i was going through financial crisis and i came to the church and the pastor spoke and this thing like that is that those are all emotional reasons they pry on people's emotions to get into the faith and when some other people get out due to emotional reasons they make it seem invalid if emotional reasons are valid enough for people to get into the faith then emotional reasons are valid enough for people to get out of the faith many people don't get into the faith in fact oh there's no one i know that's why i know i didn't say there's no one i know that gets into the faith for intellectual reasons like oh when I prayed and I thought about it and I saw the evidence and the evidence pointed me that oh there is a God and not just a God that a God happened to be the Israeli God Yahweh out of all the other gods and yeah that God is the creator of heaven and earth and he's the one that actually did what happened to me two days ago and yeah I have evidence to prove that that's what happened so yeah that's why I'm in the faith that's BS man <laughs> it doesn't happen so in as much as I do have friends who are in the faith I do have friends who aren't in the faith most of my friends happen to be in the faith because that's the neutral position that's the natural that's the common position I won't say natural because no one is born in faced we, we are taught to be faced by our indoctrinating parents so um i was having a conversation with a friend some months ago and she asked me oh and i'm like oh yeah i'm atheist and all of a sudden she hung up <laughs> i don't know i don't know where I, I don't know what they tell you guys in church oh they're devils don't have conversations with them <gasps> atheist wow you are worse than a genocidal maniac wow like they make it doesn't seem like <laughs> you're worse than Hitler or something like that. Oh, I can stay with a rapist too, uh, an arm robber or, 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 or a serial killer who has given his life to Christ than to stay with you who denies Christ exists. That's the Lord and personal savior. I don't know how that makes any sense you rather stay with a person who is an abuser of minors than but has asked for forgiveness telepathically accepted the cosmic guy as his lord and personal savior over a friend who just who is doing everything right to cares for people who loves people who gives even when he doesn't have but because he doesn't agree to your theological beliefs then you don't want to have relationships with that person i don't know how you come about that but it's crazily it's crazily odd but what i'm just concerned about here today is how you keep relationship with your friends or people who don't share the same faith with you they are human beings. They haven't done. They haven't done anything wrong. Like, like, don't leave your religious dogmas and the teachings aside. <laughs> These people are just normal people. 
people i think you should even appreciate more because they are more inquisitive than you are i'm very sorry to say but that's the honest truth they took extra time to study things that you don't even study i was having a conversation with a girl who was a a christian and she was trying to quote some bible verses to me and i was i corrected the bible verses and i told her no this is not it this is it this is the real latin word this is what it translates to this is the hebrew this is what it translates and she was like ah even devil knows the bible like brah that's not the point the point is you're missing it i'm correcting you and i'm showing you that you are wrong here and i have evidence to back up my claim why are you getting all walked up and calling me the devil and i know the bible more because like it's not necessary it really isn't necessary have honest relationship with people the problem i have with religious people deep down in my heart is i don't know why anyone would claim to love me but believe I deserve to die and perish in an imaginary fire for eternity simply because I do not accept that a God exists on bad evidence. That's crazy to me. It's really crazy. But please, do have honest conversation. Empathize with people. Know why they left the faith. And stop giving BS clear assumptions. Oh, I know why you left. You left. You really because you just want to sin. Yeah. Like when I just left the faith, I was just like, oh, right now I'm no longer a Christian. Let me go and kill some babies and have sex with underage kids. And like we I did, <laughs> we didn't do that. Like, check out the morally the people who claim to be religious are the most morally bankrupt people like jeez they're killing their god's names and everything like they they marry underage kids and 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 they do all sort of barbaric things they 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 promote violence against children and call it discipline and what (laughs) how do we leave the faith to sin? My life as a Christian and my life as a non-Christian hasn't changed. The only thing that has changed is I've improved because I've become more empathetic towards people like LGBT community. While I was a Christian, I believed no, they, these people do deserve to they, they deserve to be beaten. They are they are not for Christ. They are against our book. Our book says so. But I've become more empathetic towards them. I really don't care. I have friends. I I embrace them. I, I love them honestly. I post I post my friends. Some of my friends who became transgender. I chill with I, I I'm chill with them. Like bro, I'm really, really chill with them. Something I couldn't have been while I was in the faith. So I, it, it made me become more empathetic towards people. It made me to try and understand people and their own perspective. And not force my own belief on them. Like, who gave me that moral standard that I can use to judge everyone and be like, oh no, because you do not subscribe to my belief, therefore, like, <laughs> it's really crazy. Please have honest conversations, don't make assumptions. And when you are trying to have conversations with them, don't project your beliefs on them. Don't force your stuff on them. Respect them. Understand them. 
that it's as simple as that it's as simple as that i've had conversations with my mom i think there was a time i had a conversation with my mom she cried before the conversation because i was talking to my younger brother my younger brother told me that oh mommy said oh it's because you had um issues with your businesses and stuff that's why you left the faith and i shouldn't follow your footsteps and stuff like and then i called her and i told her i'm always in the house with you when i'm not in school if you have any question about why my beliefs changed or why i have a disbelief in certain claims you ask me and i will answer you don't make assumptions don't that is very dishonest of you you don't care about what is going on with me that's why you haven't asked i said i come to you on a daily basis i ask you mommy how are you are you okay what's up talk to me sometimes i sit down with you for hours we have conversations i even sleep off in your room with you i'm there i said but if something happens to me that made me change a belief system i've held for over two decades of my life and you didn't ask me you only made an assumption of it that also you really care about me because if you do care you would have asked and then i ended the call because that time she wasn't at home she was at my sister's place babysitting because my sister just gave birth that was in february this year and she started crying <laughs> and when she came she was like let us talk because you these people are people you have relationships with and please stop taking advice from your your pastors your pastors are not family experts they are not uh, social workers they don't have degrees in human resource management or what have you they don't they don't have degrees in psychology or something they don't know how uh, interaction with people affects people's mental health or affects society at large so the oh do not be unequally yoke we don't believe us and all those bs bs <laughs> they are your family members they are your friends these are people you once told I love you. These are people you once held dear to you. And simply because they do not subscribe to your belief, you you now try to cut them off or see them as so these sinners, evil people going to hell for not actually doing anything wrong other than not believing something that hasn't convinced them. Because the thing is simple. I am not convinced about this convince me give me proof i'm not convinced that the sun is blue give me proof that the sun is blue we have pictures we see everybody knows the color and everyone agrees that okay this is the color and then you come and tell me oh it's blue how can you prove it to me that it's blue if you can't i'm not convinced and then you not get angry oh it's blue it's inherently blue you know it's blue but you just don't want to agree you just want to sing you know? that was very stupid and it's a very very dumb conclusion to come to and honestly i'm not supposed to be using these words but pardon my french i'm a very straightforward and honest person when i speak
have relationships with these people <laughs> these people are all you got <laughs> human beings are all we've got that's the truth human beings are the people you see on a daily basis human beings are the people you eat with the people that you transact with you are the people you have relationships with and not everyone is going to subscribe to your belief not everyone is going to agree with you on everything and that's fine that is fine there's beauty in difference there's beauty in diversity variety is the spice of life they say if everything is the same we wouldn't enjoy experience because if we experience the same thing over and over it's not it's not worth it that's why we go out to new places to watch new movies to eat new food to to experience new environments because that is it the difference makes life better if everywhere was the same everything was the same everyone thought the same everyone acted the same uh, life would be boring you can miss me with eternity i guess it's, it wouldn't be worth it it wouldn't be worth it have honest relationships and honest conversations with people who do not believe the same thing as you. Do not be judgmental about them. You even have the right to be, honestly. Because many people who are religious people and the religion they follow have done worse things that you can than you can ever imagine. Their books promote things that they themselves do not agree to who agrees to slavery now no one does the bible approves of it i could pull up scriptures who agrees to women being lesser than men many people don't say anymore but the bible approves of it who approves many who approves of stoning a child if the child is disobedient and rebellious nobody approves of that shit but it's there so who are you to now judge people to according to the standards set by people thousands of years ago who didn't understand human psychology and whatnot? Please and please be honest. Have respectful relationship with these people. Do not backbite them. Do not make them feel less than they are. You can't even make me feel less than I am. Like people will say I'm too full of myself and I agree. Who should I be full of? The Holy Spirit or what? Full of myself. Honestly, I am. So you can't even make me feel less than I am. But there are people who genuinely love you and like try to talk to you and say, okay, this is how I'm feeling this this word, this word and you 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 start to judge them or start to tell them that they don't think because they do not agree to a certain belief that you hold that's crazy (laughs) that's very crazy because like come on examine yourself even the bible says say take out the log of wood in your your eyes before you take out the speck in your neighbor's eyes like fam be real with yourself please and please i'm just begging listen to people think do not look do not be in an echo chamber people always tend to take information from one source 
get all their teachings from the prophet, get everything they know from the Bible, and they don't look at opposing views, views that counter these things. That's the only way you learn. If you believe um, water can cure AIDS, and you've been doing it all your life, but it isn't curing AIDS, and then there's another, and but you take your information from your friends that also believe water cured aid, your family that also believe water cured aid. But then there's medical research to show, okay, water doesn't cure aid. Oh, there are other ways you can use a condom to prevent it. You can abstain from sex or you can do medical checkups before with your partner to be sure that there are no STIs. And these studies are out there, but you don't look at them. You just be like, oh, blah, 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 that shit, water kills AIDS. I'm sticking to my belief. Even there are other things that disprove my belief. I just don't want it. That, that, that is a very dumb thing to do. And honestly, <laughs> we do it a lot. I was guilty of this also and that's why i challenge people be curious don't shy away from conversations with atheists or people who do not believe you might learn a thing or two you might strengthen your position or you might change some beliefs that you had because you can't always be right in all honesty no man is an island you need these relationships with people we need this relationship with you guys. You guys need this relationship with us. Come on. Just because I changed faith doesn't mean I changed as a person. I'm now one horrible monster you can't relate with. We, we can still be friends. We should still be friends. Honestly. That's what I just have to say today. Um... I don't know, I just woke up and felt like I should do this. Because last week I didn't publish. Uh, I didn't release any episode last week. I was supposed to, but I didn't. I was on Saturday. I wasn't, I wasn't in the mood to do it. But this morning I felt like I should I should do this with you guys. So please and please, don't take my advice if you don't want to. <laughs> but if you feel like what I said made any sense, then please do. Thank you for listening to the third episode of the Twister Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter on TWSTA Podcast, which is the Twister Podcast. If you want to have conversations with me directly, you can um, hit me up on WhatsApp 080 3800 0802226 3800 um yeah basically if you are in abuja you would like to hang out with me or you would like to be a part of my podcast you would like to talk because i have a lot of interesting things to talk about honestly trust me i sabi i have i can i'm very vast we can have conversations on any topic you think at all I'm down for it and I'm very open to having other people share their own opinions even if your opinion conflicts its mind it's fine that's what we are here for to learn from each other if you want to do a collab and you want to talk 
on this speak on this podcast and have people hear you also you can book a gig with me no it's a hangout is is free <laughs> because I, I know when i say book a gig you might feel like are we gonna pay no you are not it's free you can book a gig with me anyway my my equipment is just my phone my mic my mic stand and my v8 sound card i could put that in my small bag and we link up anywhere you want us to link up it starts recording and we chill it's just a conversation yeah we will be having anytime you want to just hit me up on whatsapp and we can do that don't forget to subscribe share twister podcast to people who you feel might gain anything or two from what we are saying and i'm done for today dare to be curious but don't drink the cool it <laughs> Thank you.